welcome to the Triple F Podcast, where we're focused on fashion, fitness, and of course food. This podcast is all about bringing these three parts of your life together to help you get the most out of your passions. We're here to help you look your best, feel great, and also indulge in some maybe not so hidden temptations. <laughs> we are by no means experts in any of these fields, but we do hope to bring people to the show who know what they're talking about and can help you with some of these aspects of your life. You only live once, so why not live a life worth living? Welcome to Monday Munchies, episode 43. On these episodes, you'll be seeing shotgun on my adventures of exploring the restaurants in the past few weeks. Albeit, I'm not a certified food critic, but I do enjoy trying new restaurants, which includes some people saying I do have a quote-unquote certain set of skills. No clue those would be, but nor am I a Yelper like the majority of residents of South Park, Colorado. So I do love trying new restaurants and food, so sit back, relax, and enjoy my adventures the last few weeks. Our first stop is Butcher's Tap. Originally a butcher shop, surprise, surprise, this location has catered to Southport Corridor and Ruby since 1932. Honoring the tradition and history, the Butcher's Tap provides their neighbors with locally grown products straight from the farm. To get a cut other butcher shop experience, their customers will enjoy non-processed locally sourced deli meats and cheeses. Distinct to the area, they carry an extensive selection of over 100 beers 80 on draft, and unique seasonal cocktails. The Butcher's Tap has two full bars and plenty of space for private events for up to 100 plus people. Their upstairs can be rented out for private events and comes equipped with flat screen TVs, a full bar, exclusive bartenders for your event, not to mention private bathrooms. Ooh, huge plus. When the weather is warm, they open up their outdoor patio section and open their garage-style windows on both floors so everyone can enjoy the warm weather. They're an official Ohio State bar, boo, and have officials for OSU games. They support all Chicago sports teams and are honored by an official Bears and Blackhawks bar. The Butcher's Tap is their favorite neighborhood hangout for beer, sports, and good food. They even sponsor intramural leagues. Whether you're looking to have a good time with your friends or somehow to catch up the next sports game with great food and drinks, stop by and see them at the Butcher's Tap. So I was running uh, some errands. There's a boutique down the street from this place that I was running to buy some gifts at. And I saw this place. I thought it was like, like an Irish pub. I just didn't feel like looking at Yelp for a better restaurant. I'm like, oh, this place looks open. There's people walking in and out. It's got to be decent at best food. Walk in and just like, oh, beer everywhere. Uh, it's Saturday morning, not really in, in the mood at all. But then I start looking and I'm like, there are a lot of taps here. Get the menu, I'm like, uh, well, I'll try to get something that's not too heavy, but end up having some incredible food. Uh, end up splitting the cheese curds and the soup de jour, which was cream of chicken, and a four by four bacon grilled cheese, which was Swiss cheddar American provolone cheeses with four strips of glorious bacon and buttered toasted multigrain wheat. Uh, definitely a way better experience than I expected. Uh, not a huge fan of their OSU bar, so I'll be going there any Saturday, anytime soon during football season. But I'm definitely interested in checking out their 80 taps at Butcher's Tap.
coincidentally, our next stop is Vintage Brewing, another beer place. <laughs> Vintage Brewing Company Capital East is part of the VBC family of brew pubs in the Madison area. They pride themselves on being a great place to hang out and enjoy classic Midwestern hospitality. You can expect elevated Americana cuisine, a large selection of highly acclaimed house-made craft beers. This is actually in Madison, Wisconsin. I went up there for the day for uh, some business meetings, and it was uh, zero degrees out. So this was literally the closest restaurant to my office. <laughs> it was great, though. I mean, VBC has been around uh, Madison for a couple years now. Food was fantastic. Did the half order of barbecue mac and cheese, which was savory barbecue pork layer with cannavale pasta and BBC queso, topped with seasoned breadcrumbs, and two fish tacos, which were flour tortilla with spicy slaw, hodo hot sauce, and pico de gallo. Definitely glad I did the half order. I always have my, I think my eyes are bigger than my stomach whenever I order mac and cheese at restaurants. Uh, for how much mac and cheese I eat at home, it's just shocking me how I just can't even eat half of it whenever I order it. So enough of that, I ordered the half order and then took about half it or a quarter of it home uh, for the when I got back from Madison. But great place. I mean, VBC, if you're on the Capitol Square, just a little bit east of that in Madison on East Wash, definitely stop in for some great brews and some great Americana food. Our next stop is Half Shell. It was 1968. The Democratic Convention exploded into chaos. Major Daly drove the machine, and the Vietnam War raged. The White Album was released. Martin and Bobby were killed, and the youth generation trusted no one over 30. It was, to say the least, a turbulent time in Chicago and the world. But on Chicago's north side, a young man named Danny the Turk Densman was working hard to realize his dream of owning his own restaurant. Danny was an engineer, but to make extra money and to satisfy his restaurant itch, he worked nights at a joint called the Gaslight Club on State Street. He saved enough money and bought out a building at 676 West Diversity. In 1968, Half Shell Oyster Bar was born. Danny, his daughters, Deborah and Candy, and son Ali, worked side-by-side -side building a loyal and dedicated following of customers who loved not only the fresh seafood and shellfish, but also the fun and family environment the small corner street restaurant offered. It became what Daniel always wanted, a family-owned employees and customers who loved to have fun, bake bread, and make great memories. Sadly, Danny and his two daughters have passed on to the greater ocean and the sky. Danny's son has his own restaurant on Halstead. As far as from Hashtag, well, it's still the family. In 2019, Danny's grandson, Anthony, became the owner and proudly carries his grandfather's dream and legacy, making Half Shell the best and now longest-running crab house in the history of Chicago. So it's like it's always been. Gentlemen, two ever hats, cash only, no reservations, and welcome to Half Shell. Let's have some fun. <laughs> uh, this place is interesting. Uh, it's under an apartment complex or condo complex. You walk underground down some cement stairs steps. It is super old school dark with like red and white tablecloths, but I guess the food just absolutely like bonkers. We had uh, six Blue Point oysters and king crab legs. I think this might have been my turning point in the history of mankind where I actually understand how to eat seafood and what seafood I actually like. Um, we had a huge seafood cook-off with a few friends at the owners of Kubo and uh, Bites the other night. I actually had a chance to really enjoy the food because I think I've been eating 
more seafood than I'm accustomed to. And once you learn how to actually eat it appropriately, you can actually appreciate it. So if you are a seafood connoisseur, have some cash to burn. You don't mind walking down some, some cement stairs to a hidden place. Definitely swing on by Half Shell. Our next stop is Chengdu Impression. Chengdu, located at the southwestern part of China, is the first Asian city recognized as the city of gastronomy by UNESCO. Chengdu cuisine is a representation of Sichuan cuisine, the most popular and beloved regional Chinese cuisine. They apply the classic and contemporary Sichuan style cooking techniques and use the most authentic and original condiments shipped from Sichuan, China. They pick ingredients carefully and use only freshest and natural ones per every dish and been trying to cook them in a healthier way to provide the most nutritious food. Much attention has been attached to ensure you, the customer, a cozy and inviting ambience where you can enjoy not only the great meal, but also the authentic atmosphere. This place is fantastic. Uh, my understanding is very authentic. We end up splitting the boiled beef, which is boiled beef in the spicy Sichuan sauce, Napa and bean sprout, which was, according to them, very spicy. I don't know, I just sweat my brains out and was itching in my head the whole time. And also the cumin lamb, surprise, surprise, I was sweating, <laughs> which is stir-fried lamb with cumin seeds, dried chili, jalapeno, and white onion. And we had some bok choy to kind of cool us off with uh, some greens for it, but for some reason, I really like Sichuan food. It always makes me super uncomfortable and my skull gets super itchy, but I just really enjoy the taste and then I definitely know we got a, a clean uh, stomach the next morning, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Our last stop is Piccolo Sonio. Their name, which means Little Dream in Italian, was chosen by partners and because it has always been their dream to open a restaurant of their own. Piccolo Sogno features a new menu of fresh, seasonal rustic Italian cuisines with an impressive all-Italian wine list. The restaurant fits their personal goal to get the heart of Italian wine and food, says the executive chef Priolo. Quote, you go, go to Italy for simple food, prepared by hand with local ingredients and served with local wines. That's why people love eating in Italy. They wanted to bring the experience here to Chicago. Unquote. Cyril Longbordo, an expert at Italian wines, has carefully chosen each of the 400 plus wine selections and trained his staff to offer well informed recommendation to customers. Quote, we wanted to provide diners with an appreciation of the enormous variety of Italian wines without overwhelming them. That's why they pay special attention to make sure their staff can help them select a wine that pairs perfectly with the meal, end quote. So I'm starting to realize that I'm just doing whatever I want at restaurants. Before I used to be super nervous and care what people thought, no longer. I wanted to watch the Bucks game, the Bucks Bulls game to be frank, when we went to dinner here. So I requested a seat, not at the bar, but a seat where I could see the TVs. The only seat they had available was putting two little tiny tables together, so we took up an entire four-person table just so we can watch the game and eat our Italian food and drink our Italian wine. <laughs> was it great? Yes. The second night in a row, I actually had ravioli, but I had a feeling that the Piccolo Sogno ravioli was going to be significantly better than the ravioli I had the night before. It was four cheese ravioli with pine nuts, butter, marsala glaze, and parmesan curds. It was fantastic. I'm usually a huge fan of red with meat inside, but this with the cheese ravioli and the butter and marsala glaze was just absolutely fantastic. Four pillows was more than enough.
and for dessert because I wanted to watch the rest of the game. Ended up having a lava cake with chocolate ice cream and got super excited as the Bucks pulled away to beat the Bulls, which is how it always will be for the rest of time. This episode is sponsored by Bites Kitchen. The best of times are always shared at the table. Good food, good drinks, good stories, good friends. Wish I had any of those. <laughs> at Bites, they believe that good food is more than merely a part of survival. It is their passion. It has the power of transcend language, cultures, and ethnic backgrounds. Through food, they share their culture with new friends and old. They share a piece of who they are. And by coming together for meals, they trade good stories while creating new ones. At Bites, they want you to celebrate cultures from around the world. They've been inspired by Thailand, China, Japan, Korea, and more. They're also excited by the opportunity to continue creating new recipes. Food is always better when shared amongst friends, and that is how they shape their menu. With creative cocktails and a menu that is constantly evolving, a new story always awaits you at Bites. Show up, I guarantee you see me sitting with my Buddha in my hand. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Pod Directory, or SoundCloud. That way, you'll get our latest episodes sent right to your device when they come out every week. For reference, those are all linked up right in the show notes. While you're in there, feel free to leave us a review. If you do, all I can say is two words. Endless gratitude. Writing reviews helps us understand how we can improve the podcast as we all continue along this fun adventure in fashion, fitness, and food.